0: Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, and Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online so online today take advantage of all the great mid-season bonuses offers and contests bet online your online sportsbook experts use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag once again betonline.ag code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit guys uh john zanis joining the chat waiting on charade if you guys hear me somebody give me a thumbs up in the um in the chat down below so i know because i'm here by myself and i don't know if you guys can hear me yes excellent all right we're gonna roll through it it's a happy happy times only okay um well no you can air some grievances here too but like i said we're trying we are trying to keep it a uh a a, a, a fire Brad free zone so line it up. Let's get in the chat. We've got a lot of you guys early. Right. Uh, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna see Brady. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a shot on on the early side here because normally you're you're very sad, and and so we want to see. I want to I want to hear happy Brady. Let's go. Are are you happy tonight?
1: I'm I'm happy, but I
2: but I got something to say first. Okay. Okay. About the anou- anou- the announcing crew on ESPN tonight.
3: They didn't take <laughs> two seconds
2: st- away yeah. from shitting on the refs the whole entire game. Like yeah. I just I didn't see them commentate once about basketball.
4: They just shit on the refs for four quarters straight. That that was one of the worst announcing performances I think I've seen from that crew in a while. I gotta say that first.
2: Next, the refs tried to give the Nets the game. It looked like at more than a couple points in this game. I was not happy with the officiating. We still made up for that though. And also, I'm going to Game Four, and I can't wait. I, I said, if you give us a chance, two-one, that Game Four with seventeen thousand fans in there, it's gonna be it's gonna be an unbelievable experience, and I just can't wait. I got a lot of stuff to say to Kyrie
0: too. Oh boy, keep it clean. I'm pretty wired, honestly. Thanks, Brady. I'm pretty wired for Game Four. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be there as well, uh, representing the company uh, along with Joe Sway. So we'll be there. Sherrod, I think, as well. So we'll have a a whole bunch of us down at that game, it's going to be pretty wild um, for sure. I will say on the refs thing, I thought one point that those guys were making um, with the ref stuff was um, was valid uh, that they uh, and I'm still waiting to see if Sherrod's gotten in here yet. I see him, okay, uh, gotcha Sherrod. I'm bringing you on. The one valid point I saw uh Sherrod, you, you there? I see you muted. You don't have to mute. Everybody else mute before you get up there. Hey, Sherrod, you got me? All right, still waiting on Sherrod. Can anyone hear Sherrod? I can't hear Sherrod. No one, right? Okay, um, the the ref thing I thought that was fair, uh, the criticism, and this drives me nuts, and I thought this was a fair point. I, I, I don't understand why they can't call it the same Um. Uh, in the uh, on the perimeter as they do in the paint you get the most ticky tack foul calls especially with brooklyn shooters and everything harden does and it's why i hate harden and why anytime anybody mentions like oh the celtics should have traded for harden i want to friggin kill them because i can't stand it i can't stand his game he's just these little crafty moves where he's just that swim move with his arms and he's Pulling your arm into his and, and, and creating contact and getting foul calls. But, I mean, you're barely getting touched on the perimeter. And they're blowing the whistle and giving you three freaking free throws. And you got guys killing each other down low in the paint and getting away with it. I, it's, it, it drives me crazy. Uh, the Harden's a different – it's unbearable watching Harden. I, I, I'd, have to stop, I'd have to stop following the Celtics simply because I couldn't make it through a full season of Harden. I can't stand his game. I can't stand watching that style. It just is what it is. He's incredibly effective. He's unbelievable. He's amazing. They're, any team is better to have him. I, I can't watch it. Um, but that drives me nuts. Sherrod, I don't know if you can uh, – Sherrod, can you try to talk? I can't hear you. And if, if not, uh, leave the app and come back. Anything? I do not hear Sherrod. Um, Sherrod, give it another shot if you can. Uh, jump out and jump back. I'm not hearing you right now. I'm going to bring a couple more people in to chat with us. I'm bringing in – I've Henry. This is a new name. Henry, are you there? Yeah, what's up? Hey, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, man. Doing good.
5: Uh, What do you got? Uh, First, I just want to say I watch you guys on YouTube all the time. Um, I love your channel. Um, Oh, thank you, In the words of Flight
1: Reacts, look at Tatum. That man had a 50-piece and a biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that man was unstoppable. KD, I'm gonna shoot over him. Harden, I'm gonna shoot over him. Kyrie, I'm gonna bully him. I'm gonna shoot over him. The man was a legend tonight. He deserves his flowers. Everyone deserves their flowers. <laughs> you got a crowd back there, huh?
0: Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're loving you right now.
4: They're loving you right now. <laughs>
0: uh. Uh. I'm echoing. I'm so echo- whatever you have going on is not going to work. Can't be on speaker. Are you there? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm here. Hey, sorry. No, 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 it's good. I agree. Uh, we talked about this on the show before. Uh, they had to. Uh, you, I mean, a nine-point game from Tatum, man, that's just not cool. Uh, I mean, and, and uh, I don't know if you guys think it's fair or not fair. He got beat up pretty bad. We beat him up pretty bad. Uh, and because superstars are held to a higher standard like yeah you don't expect 50 from him every game you're going to tip your hat to him when he gets it and and sing his praises but that nine-pointer just i was so unacceptable and it was such a bummer um that that's what you got out of him in that game because that game two loss was so friggin' embarrassing and you got to pin it on your stars for not showing up uh but he was a monster Sharadi there Sherrod, I still got nothing, man. I don't know. I'm not hearing you. You still hear me? Yes, 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 yes. There you are. There's Sherrod. Sherrod chiming in from the garden. Good. Um, Mm -hmm. Sherrod was there at the game. We're talking about – Henry's talking about Tatum's performance tonight.
4: Amazing. I mean, he gave the game what the game needed. Uh, Can you get 50 points out of him every single game, uh, rest of the way? Probably not. Uh, Other guys are going to have to step up, but give Tatum credit, though, man. He handled his business. He played like a boss, and that's what they need. They need him to do that. He doesn't have to score this many points every single game going forward for them to be successful, but he has to find ways to make a significant impact on the offensive end of the floor because they don't have as many high-powered weapons as this Brooklyn team does, obviously, and they need him to be great every night. They really do.
0: Yeah, everyone, everyone's everyone got a job, right? Tatum's yeah. job is to score a shit ton of points. And Tatum's job is to score even more points when other people are either not hitting, like Kemba, or uh, missing, like Jalen. So the expectations on Tatum are, you can't have one of those, oh, you know, he was slightly off, he scored 22 points on 11 for 25 shooting, like, you know that's going to be tough. You, he's got to be a killer for them to have a chance. And it's it's is it unfair expectations or too much of a burden? I don't know. That's what you get paid for, right? I mean, that's that's his job. That's what you need out of him. Um, and uh, and people are mad at me because I said he wasn't a killer. Yeah, I did. There's there's plenty there's plenty of times where he shrunk from the moment. There's also plenty of times. Jesus, what was this, his fourth fifty point game this year? Third? He had, a, like that, yeah. he had a 60 and 350s or a 60 and 250s? Either way, he showed up tonight. He showed up. So, um, hats off to Tatum. Hats off to Smart. Hats off to Tristan. We talked about the effort from each of those guys. Um, friggin' unbelievable. So, um, let's bring in Antonio wants to give me some shit over Tatum. So, I'll bring him in here. What's up, Antonio?
1: Uh, I don't. I don't even have that much to say. All I have to say is, uh, <laughs> you were uh, screaming. Celtic, you were Celtic Celtic
0: screaming to eat my words in the, the chat. Killer. Yeah, that's okay.
1: Yeah, but no, no really. I'm it was a great game to watch. If they, yeah. if they could, they could still lose in five, and not. It's all right. Like, I mean, the, I don't know what to say. It was just a good game. That's all I can say.
0: Well, you got the stage. You, you, you can keep going. What else you got?
1: Yeah, I watched the. I, I, I didn't watch the post-game show because I was I was angry. I was really angry at Tatum because I know he can play better, So I, and I didn't want to hear you guys talk shit about him, so I okay. didn't
6: watch it. Okay. But I watched
1: it yesterday, and I heard all the stuff he said, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. But then I saw him tonight, and I was like, I was like yeah, fuck you, John. <laughs> yeah, I
2: really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it.
0: That's okay. We welcome it, and uh, and and I know and I know you don't. I don't. I know you don't really hate me. Um, but it's oh, okay yeah. to say that every once in a while. Um, yeah, we gave him a lot of shit. Um, and thanks, Antonio. Thank you for watching at least on repeat. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we gave him a lot of shit. Um, because as we said, he's held to a higher standard. But uh, this was great, Sherrod, What do you think in Game Four out of Tatum? Can can he? Uh, you, you don't expect to repeat, um, fifty, but. Uh, if the Nets start putting more pressure, what kind of game you think?
4: I think we'll see another high-scoring game, another one where he's going to put up big numbers. But 50 points? No, nah, hell no. I, I just don't think we're going to see back-to-back games like that. He's going to be good, but I don't know if he's going to be that good. Uh, I just don't feel that. I really don't. Know I'm
0: that. predicting 60. No, well, I doubt it. But we'll see. Uh, let, we brought in – and uh, just to remind everybody, well, two things. Sherrod, if you haven't already um, – Invite your followers and uh and and tweet this if you could just uh um make sure everybody knows that we're in here now, uh Bobby Manning and Joe Swig are gonna be wrapping up the post game show in a few minutes. And they'll head over um everybody in the room now, most of you are veterans, so you know the rules, but if I uh bring you up on the stage, just uh keep it on mute and we will get to you um as soon as we can um uh, I've got uh Chris up here now, Chris, what's up?
7: Hey, how's it going guys? what's, um... going
0: what's up, Chris.
7: After
2: watching Jason Tatum and he's breaking records like almost every single year, what do you think his ceiling is? Like his true ceiling?
0: That's a pretty good question. I don't think.
2: Like, do you th- can you see him as a
0: little Kevin Durant light? I think that's the hope, I, but I don't know, Sherrod, What's your What's your thought?
4: No, I, I think there is no ceiling on him, and I think that's the scary part about Tatum. Is that you can't really say, well, if he gets to this level, then that will be a success. I don't think that level exists. I, I think he has that type of upside to where there really is no cap. I mean, think about it. The guy is damn near. He's six ten, six nine, six ten. Can shoot the three. Can put it on the floor. Can post up. Uh, def- defensively, I, I think he's going to get continue to get better at that end of the floor. There just isn't a whole lot of holes to his game, other than I think just his aggressiveness has a tendency to more than I think most people comfortable with. Um, but as far as the actual skills of playing the game of basketball, uh, I, I don't see him having a there's there's no roof to his ceiling. Um, it's just an open air as high as he wants to go type of a thing that he's got going, which is a great deal for the Celtics. Because uh, again, I think we're talking about a guy who's going to be you know, in his prime, he's going to be top three, top five player in the NBA. I really do think he's going to be that good. Yeah, I mean, that's
0: the thing. The ceiling is Kevin Durant Um, in a perfect world because you would say, you know, the thing Durant does, the, the, the thing Durant has always done um, that Tatum doesn't do, he creates – He creates easier shots for himself. He does, he uses all of his gifts to his full advantage almost all the time. So he's usually going straight up and over somebody for a very good look on his shots, where Tatum is very often taking a lot of step backs and a lot of contested and a lot of fadeaways. And Durant is just basically getting to spots and just going up and over people. So it, like we were saying on the post game show, I'm almost, I'm legit stunned when a Kevin Durant shot doesn't get in. Whereas Tatum, it's kind of, he's, I think the degree of difficulty is higher and it doesn't need to be because while he's not as tall as Durant, his length, his wingspan, his release point, It's so high. He should be able to get a lot of what Durant gets on a regular basis. In addition to, I actually think, um, you know, certainly at this stage in his career over Durant, he should be able to, he gets to the basket better Um, and just a teeny bit more muscle and just finishing stronger and and playing through contact. I do think that's an element to his game where he should be able to get, he's doing it. I mean, he did it some, 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 this game too, but when when he's doing that, then you're going to respect the drive a lot more, which means people are going to be playing off him, which means he should be able to just get to a spot, rise up, and knock down jumpers. So Durant is a ceiling. And I think, amazingly, the floor is Carmelo. And Carmelo was one of the most prolific scorers in the NBA for how many years? You know? So I, I think the floor is even still a, a Hall of Fame caliber player. I don't know. If Sherrod, you're on mute. Sherrod's still on mute. Oh, go ahead. There you go.
4: No, I was just going to say, I mean, obviously, you know, he's a different kind of player than Carmelo, but man, um, it's scary how good Tatum is and he's still so damn young. Yeah. Uh, You watch him play. This is a guy that easily has another decade in the game and he's just getting started. I mean, he's already a two-time all-star Ah, uh, guys, dropping twenty-five points a game, and to, to call college point earlier, it does seem like damn near every other month he's doing something that no Celtic that young has ever done. Um, so tremendous upside to Tatum without Alcove.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's bring in uh, Sean. Sean's been waiting. What's going on, man?
8: What's up? Hey, I got I got three points, but I will say one thing real quick. Did yep. You talk about Durant versus uh, Tatum and his development. I do think that Durant's biggest thing early in his career was he couldn't shoot threes. And he worked that into his game and it's sort of the opposite of Tatum. I think Durant really was able to get into where he wanted to go as a young guy. So it's going to be see it's going to be interesting to see him work that backwards. But all right, my three points. First off, this was Jason Tatum tonight. The best playoff performance since Paul Pierce in 2002 in my, in my error, in my error, I, that's my error. That's, that's what I, what I go through the, that uh, I, I would, I would say this was the best playoff performance since Paul Pierce and, and two two 2002 against the Nets point. Number two, if Kimber Walker could do anything positive on the offensive end, we can easily win game four. And point number three, last time I came on here, I said the garden's going to make a difference. You guys laughed. you said you didn't know why. Tonight you saw how the garden made a difference. I think with people in the garden in game 4 with a full capacity. I think we're going to be we're going to be tied to 2
0: Well, Sean, what if you if you've been following us all season long, what you will what you should have learned is that we're never wrong because we change our opinions constantly. Um, so yes, the garden <laughs> played a big role. Um
8: Okay, there we go. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I will say that last time I came on, I was like, "Oh man," yeah. but they, they didn't understand what I was saying. But the Garden was going to make a big role, I just you know, and Game Four is going to be even huge, huger than it was Game Three.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, yes, we talked about this a little on the show. Um, never in the history of sports has something like this happened, where all of a sudden you get an influx of three times the fans from one game to the next, you know, it's bananas and you're riding off of this win into Sunday. It's going to be bonkers. So I I think it's, I, I, you know, it's such a cool thing um, that's happening here. Um, You know, and it did matter. And, you know, we talked about these guys last show a little bit, Sean, um, needing like these guys being, I, I hate calling them like low energy guys, but like, Tatum Brown, who's obviously not playing, some of these guys, you know, aren't like huge demonstrative fire yourself up sort of guys, I, and I think they do feed off the crowd. Yep. Um, and so I did. We I think we were saying last game that it would. I thought it. I thought last game we were saying I think it would make a difference. I think Sunday is going to make a huge difference um, uh, for, for for these guys. So uh, you know, but it, you're really. I mean. If the shots start falling and you get rolling, I think it's a big deal. Tonight could have gone south really freaking fast. I mean, holy wow. Fans came in, fired up, and it went nineteen to four fast. So that was pretty scary. Uh Bobby's here joining us from the post game show. Uh and we're filling up the room a little bit. Um, hey, let's uh Bobby, just, go
8: go ahead. Sean, did you have something else? Just real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Top playoff performances of a Celtic in the past twenty years. What does tonight rank for you guys? I Sherrod, I don't
0: know if you have a, a, a say. I, I think it's amazing that Tatum can flip in 50, and we're so like, well, whatever about it, because we've seen it now. So it isn't as, as stunning, but it's pretty freaking crazy that Tatum scored 50 points in a playoff game.
4: Well, I, I think that's what makes him such a scary phenom going forward because the guy drops 50 points, which for I think most NBA players, is just an amazing game. And we're just like, and so what? We know he could do that. And, again, I, I I keep coming back to the fact that he's so damn young and he's so damn talented, and he's one of those guys that I think, you know, he's got a, a good decade left in the game at least, and he's going to be one of the all-time greats to ever wear a Boston Celtics uniform. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, he's that good. He's that talented. And I think we're starting to see a little bit more of an edge with Tatum. Not as – not. What I think it should be, but there were times in this game that he was just really edgy, and that was great to see. Um, Play with a little bit of nastiness, was got in guys' faces a little bit, little things that he doesn't normally do. That I think he's figuring out. I got to step my my entire game up in terms of my play and in terms of my presence when I'm out there.
9: Yeah, another thing that bodes well to me from this is that he did it against Durant. Right? That last big shot over Durant to seal the game. Huge. That's a guy who we had trouble with earlier in the series. Like That was the one matchup we really couldn't get around. And I thought he consistently dominated Durant, that matchup in this game. I have to look at the numbers, uh, but just going off what I watched first run. Uh, he he owned that matchup, and he owned just about every matchup in this game. You've seen Kyrie bother him a little bit at times. Not tonight. Uh, Bruce Brown, when he went up against him, able to shoot over him. Uh, there are a variety of matchups that he can choose from in this series right now, and it looks like unless Durant can have a bit of a bounce-back game on that end, um, none of them are good for Brooklyn when it comes to trying to slow.
0: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to give Rondo a nod. I saw someone put that in the chat, um, that game. Uh, the forty-four point game, uh, two thousand twelve. That was freaking amazing um, yeah. for all-around performances. Um, but that's uh, that's that's that might be one of my votes there. Um, Joe Sway is here too. Um, what, Sway. I
8: think,
0: I think most members of the Bull Gang are. are hey, on this, I know that voice. Show as well. Yeah, that's your boy Sean. He's, he's waiting for you.
2: He's 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 happy tonight. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs>
8: he's, he's pumped. Yeah. Uh um, tonight's my night, bro. Tonight's my night, man. You I, called I, I been, You called it. You called it shit. I
0: I told you. I <laughs> he called it. Um we've got uh Ore is waiting around to to speak. Uh let's uh uh w-
1: welcome you in. What's up, Ori? What's up, guys? First of all, I just want to start off by saying I'm going to talk a lot of shit, so get just get ready. First of all, Put some respect on Jason Motherfucking Tatum's name, <laughs> John. I heard, talk, I heard you talk. John, I heard you talking a lot of shit. I heard you talking a lot of shit. Put some respect on his name. He's not one of them. He's not one of them. Number sprinkle two, that respect. Number two, Kemba. Kemba, Kemba, Kemba. Please, for the love of God, stop taking early contested threes in the shot clock when you have tatum on a mismatch please i don't want to see that ever again when you spend all game breaking left and right building up your next house in the next city we probably move you into so please just stop just stop second of all no that's third of all please kd stop talking about it's not basketball when you're constantly running from the grind teaming up with other superstars please You and your nappy ass head need to shut up. Please. That's number one. That's three. That's
0: three. You keep going backwards.
1: (laughs) Four. (laughs) And and D, I think losing Jeff Green in this series might be a big deal for the Nets. Because other than KD, I don't think they have another wing defender that can guard Tatum. Because they were constantly hunting that switch. And Durant was easily giving it to them, and in all the other, in all the other games, it's KD seemed to have that defensive, you know, tenacity. I'm really
9: worried about the Nets. I really like. You're so right, Ori. Like they,
1: their defense is so bad, and like they, KD was willingly giving it up when time and time again, Tatum was was easily abusing those matchups, whether it was post ups. Or getting to his dribble, or getting to- to wherever he wanted against Claxton, like it was just too easy, and I'm surprised Durant didn't put up more resistance than I thought he probably would have when he saw everybody else was getting cooked all over the floor, and Durant didn't really didn't guard him. I mean he was the primary defender, but every time they sent the switch it was it was raps after that,
0: yeah. Uh, so
9: here's the here's the problem they have right now as a team. And again, this isn't saying the Celtics are gonna win this series. This is this is even going beyond this for them because even if they get by the Celtics here, they're gonna have a really tough challenge with the Bucs and all their shooting and Giannis. That point man every single time is either Blake, Nick Claxton, or. or who knows who it's going to be now that Jeff Green's out after them because they just are intent at this point that Jordan's never playing for them again, which I don't know how they're going to get uh, through the playoffs without him being part of the fold there against some of the bigs that they'll have to face. But in this series in particular, I don't think there's a good switch off of Durant. And they're going to be able to get Durant off Tatum every single time they want to because the Nets have said, we're going to switch everything here. Uh, So Tatum can have his pick. If he wants to go up against Kyrie, he can get him. If he wants to go up against Bruce Brown and shoot over him and just these various uh, Nets defenders. Never mind Blake, who Sherrod has just emphasized here, is a horrible defender right now. I, I just They're in a tough spot without Jeff Green. I, I think that Ross is so underrated for them. It yeah. just almost changes the series in a way.
0: could. Know,
2: hey, I, like, I feel like Blake aged like five years in the last like, oh, six
8: months. Oh,
9: he
2: was so bad. I'd I know. say 25 years, but that's just me.
0: Yeah, so uh, the whole career. What, I know <laughs> what is it? What what I love? I the thing I love about DeAndre Jordan playing zero minutes is the whole like you know the the, the whole uh, superstar manipulation get people to destination sort of thing. And it's like, oh, it's gonna be me. You know, it's gonna be Kyrie. Kevin Durant and DeAndre and the Nets were like, uh okay. <laughs> you know?
5: <laughs> like, you have to be my boy. Actually.
0: They're like, is it really good? I I'm gonna pay each of you guys like forty million dollars. Do I really have to kick in another twenty five a year for this? Should fun? this be for one there? of those you five sure to get it? one free? Are you sure, this is your I get boy? It for free? Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Like do you have any like do you have any other friends?
2: You know? Like (laughs) seriously.
0: It's so bad. And I love like they're putting them on big three posters and I'm like, one of these things
2: is not like the other, right?
9: It's it's kinda baffling to me
2: that he's gotten lost there. Um
0: it was bad. It was bad immediately. Yeah. You know.
2: Well, you know. Yeah, you know when they were It was a it bad signing. Too, yeah, it must have been like. Uh, did you guys tell DeAndre yet? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's just picking
1: your phone an... call. He's picking your phone And call. Another, uh, another. thing I wanted to address is, I'm wanna. I'm part of the fa- the part of the fifty percent of the fan base that gives Marcus Smart a lot of shit, but I have to acknowledge that this is the second straight postseason. Where he's clearly and obviously outplayed Kemba in the postseason. And all year I've just been giving Kemba pass after pass after pass. But I just come to the point where I just can't keep can't keep riding this up and down with Kemba where he'll play well and then he'll just be a complete no show and then show up and then not show up. And it's like it's just to the point where it's like we want to get rid of him, but you can't really do anything. And it's just like, these are the moments where you realize the value. of smart. Yeah. So and I'm one of those people that most of the year I'm giving him a lot. I'm giving him a lot of crap, but these are the moments when you realize that yeah. there's two straight post seasons where smart shows up and Kimba just does. Yeah. Well, t- two things.
0: And I want to hear everyone else's thoughts here. Uh, nobody loves Marcus smart more than me. So, uh, nothing about today's game was surprising. Um, I'm just kidding, obviously like smart's a polarizing figure we've all been critical of him. The Kemba thing is really interesting to me because we were having this we've had this debate all year long um and I think you can look at his overall numbers and be like, "Oh, he had a pretty good year The numbers are close to what they were last year you know he you know blah blah blah, and I think that that's fair. You can say that it was fairly close production wise on a per game basis this year versus last. But when you break down his game-by-game breakdown, I I think what you see, and this is a point point I was arguing with these guys, is he has so many atrocious games. So, like, he had – he played, like, 45 games, 44 games this year. I think you could say he played 15, 16, like, really good games, 10 to 12 horrible games, and then another 8 to 10 that were subpar – you know, so 50% of his games, he's a below average player, not just relative to his expectations, below average, period, like a below average NBA player. And so I think that inconsistency is maddening, already, And I think that's what it is with Kemba is you look at the numbers and you're like, well, he averaged 20 points a game. That's pretty good, right? But he has so many games where he's, I mean, people were screaming, get him out of there tonight. He has way too many of those games. And it's just, you can't have such wild swings when you're supposed to be one of the team's better players and they're counting on you to just not show up one out of three games. It's a horrible ratio.
10: It's it's
2: Sherrod, massive feedback where
0: you are right now. Sorry. It's, it's super windy. Sure, when you, uh, you might be outside right now, so it might be tough. Any, anyone yeah. else on that point? Yeah, sorry. We got our garden guys trying to figure shit out. Uh, Bobby, your thoughts? Because you, you and I went back and forth on this. Or Aure, if you want to come back in on this one.
1: I'll let Bobby go. What
0: was
9: that? What was the topic there, John? I lost you for a second.
0: The Kemba stuff about he's just too inconsistent. There's too many games yeah, where he's it, a flat-out detriment. You know, like one out of three games this this season is is a – is an absolute shit show. That's a very high ratio to be laying an egg for, for one of the better players.
9: No. And with with what we talked about with Pritchard and what you might project him to be into the future, that's something you have to take into consideration this off season in terms of how you shake up the roster, maybe bumping Pritchard and bringing in a rotation level guard. If you can somehow dump Kemba and that kind of deal make the roster a little more stable game to game that's a consideration here because what do we talk about in post game would you bench Kemba in a game like this on the possibility that Pritchard could hit those shots probably not just because Pritchard hasn't proven he can on a consistent basis at this level and uh, Kemba has that veteran cachet you're not going to sit him down because he's having a bad game if you move him out of here, that might shake up that situation a little bit because at this point, everything we talked about on post game in terms of his mechanics, his knee, and who he is as a player now,
0: that's all changed, and that's not going to get better. Um, alright, you're the guy here, and we're going to yeah. welcome. Oh, I lost. I had somebody else lined up to speak, but we'll bring him up here. But your final thoughts here on Kemba?
1: Yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. I'm kind of, I'm kind of over with. Over with Kemba, honestly, like he's just not consistent enough. And one last thing, Kyrie, you you couldn't get enough sage to burn to burn out that trash ass performance. He got shook. He couldn't handle he couldn't handle that pressure. I don't think he could have had enough sage to burn out all that to burn out that trash ass performance. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. fro look, look, Kyrie looked like he wanted to teach an Afro studies class. I don't think he was ready for a basketball game tonight. That's all I'm.
0: I, I, I mean, it's weird to say Kyrie was shook for real.
1: Like, I mean, he
0: wasn't – he shrunk uh, to the moment. And I don't know if Joe Sway or uh, Sherrod are a place where they can talk without it being uh, uh, a ton of feedback. Yeah, but I, I don't know what were, to say,
9: John. Those yeah, guys no were both – explain it.
0: Those guys were there. It seems too simple. Like, it's such a – this is such a simple-ass <laughs> Max Kellerman radio narrative. Oh, Kyrie folded. I don't know how else to look at it. He He absolutely didn't didn't command the ball. He he deferred. He didn't command the ball. He didn't go into his bag. He was comfortable getting rid of it and just moving along. And if he got it back, great. And if he didn't, no big deal. It was weird. It was so unlike him um, in this game. He, 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 he seemed to avoid action.
2: Yeah, that's the way I saw it. And I don't want to just credit the crowd, but again, like I was thinking in the post-game show, I just felt like he thought that the Celtics didn't have enough to counteract 80 points out of his other two All-Stars. I thought that he think, I think that he thought it would be more than enough. And, yeah, I mean, it was a little too cool
0: to school today. Yeah, uh, Bussy, what do you got?
7: Um, tonight was the first night in a while like, they was fighting. Like, some type of grit. I don't know if it was the fans, but I don't know if that could play a role into moving forward. Highly doubt it. The season been up and down.
1: I, so maybe, I, I like know. I said,
7: I, I, I think, I think, I think, some point earlier with Jeff Green going out could be a little game changer. I don't know. Maybe they might start DeAndre Jordan next because Trist. I don't know. Tristan could do that another game. I, I don't know. That was like two thousand sixteen Tristan Thompson. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing and I I can't see him maintaining that. But I guess we'll see if the fans could do it. Give them some like yeah,
0: energy. No. Yeah, thanks bussy I I, I, least, I don't know. Least, I mean at joke. least
7: two games. At least at least two games.
0: I think I lost him.
9: Looks like we lost our man there. I mean, I'm confident, John. I Maybe it's a little too much confidence, but I just saw a lot of things tonight that can bode well in upcoming games. Now, on the other hand, if Kyrie gets going a little bit more, if Joe Harris is playing more minutes and hitting those threes, and Kevin Durant plays a little tighter on uh, Jason Tatum and they start doubling him more, which I think is the big one you mentioned and Joe Sway mentioned that we'll realistically see next game in terms of adjustments. Uh, I don't think we've seen enough from the other Celtics to, th- to say that they'll definitively kill the Nets off those doubles and blitzes and different things that they might try on Tatum now. Now, if they just keep doing the same thing, which I think is possible as well, just because I think all we've heard from the Nets in this one is they're going to stay the course, whether it's Blake at center to start these games and just their whole overall defensive approach. Um, that's bad news for them because I just think they're so vulnerable in those switches right now, even more so than what we've talked about with the Celtics in those spots. It's crazy. But I think at this point in the series, the Celtics aren't playing great defense, but they're significantly better defensive team than the Nets are for what that matters.
11: I don't know. Uh, Chris, what's up, man? What's up, guys? What's up? Um... I usually um start off with some with some negative stuff, but <laughs> today I'm gonna take it easy on on the Celtics fans in the chat. Um first off, um I don't know why everyone's giving y'all a hard time for giving um Tatum a hard time on that game. That was a trash game. He 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 let someone poke him in the eye and just sat out for the whole rest of the <laughs> second half. Like what are we talking about? I don't think that anyone was, here that, gave that, anybody that, a pass for that. Yeah, that was some soft stuff. Like, what? What? How can you argue that? I don't get it. But I don't. People don't like giving making these stars like being critical and stuff like that. Like, that that's that was a fair assessment. It's a playoff game. You got to go. Like, what? What are we talking about? Someone in the eye. Are you talking about a different show,
9: John? I, I don't know. It must be a different show that wasn't criticizing Tatum after that.
0: I what, know what I'm saying. No, but that's the problem with everything. Is like you hold people to account, right? You know, like it's not everything isn't freaking sunshine and puppy dogs every
7: game.
11: Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm with that. Like you got to be critical of of your star players. We we expect more from um, out of out of him. And look look what happened today. He came out. He balled out. Like, the team actually played really well. Effort, energy, passion. This was Celtics basketball, something that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. Um, I think this was a little bit of a milestone game for Tatum, though. Um, a little bit of a statement. He attacked the rim. He was aggressive. He got to the free throw line. He got there, I think, what was it, like 18, 18, 19 times or something? He had a lot of free throws. Um, when the game was getting close at the end, when they were, coming back a little bit hitting the threes and stuff like that i think got the seven and uh, actually got the five tatum didn't allow them to come back got to the line slowed the game down and that's what you expect out of your superstars And, and he showed up and he did that um but on the downside bench only scored if you if you don't count Grant's dunk at the end the bench only scored 8 points. Yeah, but their plus un- minus their plus minus was off the charts. Yes, because of the effort in the defense. Usually yeah. it's not there. So yeah. they were play, yeah. they were
0: playing a lot of minutes with Tatum or and or Fournier. Those Tatum was doing the scoring and those guys were doing other stuff, but they they yeah. they, 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 they they got good contributions there. This was a Romeo was awesome in yeah. his minutes, First as, draft, as yeah. awesome as Romeo will be. Uh, and then Bobby, give it to him. Everybody, okay, ready? This is the this is the grand victory lap for for Bobby. Okay, go, Bobby.
1: You want me to do it? Yes, take take
0: take take your victory lap.
9: What? Sorry, I'm on the phone. Yeah, um, I, I, I said this two games ago. You had to take advantage of the fact that you can actually use Grant in this series. And I'm not going to sit here and act like he was brilliant in this game. But he was usable, John. And that's something we haven't seen from him this year. That's uh, his ceiling. He, was, he was able to go in there score a couple of times inside against a small front line. Yeah, And he was a plus 15. And his, again, I'm not going to use that stat as a waving victory flag, but... It just shows that he was usable in a. Very his tough ceiling, match right? There.
0: His ceiling is usable. That was in his draft profile. You know, like could occasionally be usable,
11: um, and that's why they spent a the first-round pick on him. When, when, <laughs> when Grant was, <laughs> had his little, um, uh, his little sequence with the block and the little jump hook and and stuff like that, he was playing well. Um, I actually thought about Bobby. I, I, I imagined him with the one tear coming down the side of his face. <laughs> he, was, he was he was vindicated. So <laughs> Listen, so
9: proud. So proud. I cannot. I, that was probably the most unbelievable play of the whole season.
0: I, just in terms of. Like, what, Bobby, timeout. You're taking a timeout. No,
9: no. no, no in Stop. Terms of, no, Stop. In terms, of, in terms of would you have. Sherrod,
0: save him from himself. To save share. him.
4: No, Bobby. No, no. It was a good play by an average player at best. No way we the hell can, that's, can, the, that's can, the play of the year. We don't need
9: hyperbole. Don't no, say play of, the year. Say play the, of the, most, the year. It's the most unex, It's the most unexpected play
0: of the year. It's not even to the say. top thousand play of the year. Unexpected. Okay. All right. I should. No. I shouldn't. I. I. It's.
12: I.
4: Oh damn, I didn't even know you picked me. I'm so sorry. What's up guys? What's going on? Alright, there was a couple of yes. things I like from the from the game tonight. First thing I want to start off to go off with Bobby said about Grant. Not about his offensive side, but just about sticking up for his teammates. Like uh, when Durant was over there staring over Fournie on the ground and just stuff like that we needed and that rides up the tenacity of the defense thing overall tonight. Just showing that we're not gonna just lay down, let us, you know, let these motherfuckers come in our house and just run us over, you know.
2: Yeah, man, that was a sense of pride for sure. You know, I'm really glad. I mean for obvious reasons, I'm glad what Jalen Brown said what he said, but I'm I'm just glad that there was at least one of these players from the Celtics that just Defend, maybe not the city, but just say something about it. You know, I didn't like the narrative just floating out there and no one really addressed it. And, um, you know, obviously Brad was asked about it. Dan was asked about it. So it was refreshing to see a player step forward and, and say something, even though he was obviously – he's not active in the series. But I, I really think it did galvanize the guys. I mean, he was on his feet a lot. Jalen was cheering these guys on in street clothes. And, um, yeah, I just saw these guys really come together and, and just – fight you know like they've truly earned this one I can't remember the last game where I'm like wow they you know it wasn't a fluke like Bobby was saying it wasn't some sort of even with the Tatum 50 points I mean I just just didn't have the feel of a game where Tatum carried the team no it's sort of like everyone had each other's back and obviously it propelled Tatum you know to take care of take care of business but obviously the defense was able to close out the net's you know, down the stretch and and, and capture the win.
0: Yeah, Josue, that's an awesome point. We said it a little in the post-game show. It didn't feel like it was a Tatum did it all game. It felt like everyone did their job game. And like we said, it was Tatum's job to score. And, yes, scoring is the hardest thing to do in basketball, but, like, Everybody did what they had to do, and that includes Romeo in his minutes, Grant in his eleven minutes, Marcus, Tristan. Like nothing, it was a total team effort. It's easy to look at the box score, and a lot of the headlines are going to read Jason Tatum fifty
2: power Celtics past Nets. I don't think that. Yo, by the way, guys, if you guys are still wondering, I had to go old school here, man. I'm in the back of a tank, <laughs> I'm in the back of a taxi right now, man. The Ubers and lifts was just. I think, I think these, I think most of these guys took the night off, but don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm way home. Are, are you okay? Cause well, my God. was <laughs> it... <laughs> the last time you took a taxi, John? I, I, I'm sure Bobby's never even stepped foot in the taxi. I still he have a, a throwback. I, I still have veterans
0: taxi on, on speed dial. And, uh, you know, I like, I like to support <laughs> That's
2: those when guys. Shit hits the fan, right? yeah <laughs> Oh i bet you meant uh, like from back in the day when you were out, out too late drinking you couldn't flag again okay, there's no uber back then but that, that's
0: no <laughs> i i just I, I just friggin open the window and slap myself a few times and just try to try to roll home
2: um no i'm just kidding <laughs> the, uh <laughs> i'll find i'll find my way yeah. Home. yeah i had to go old school man flag this guy down
0: yeah no hats off to him put nice. him on the ch- put, uh, let, nice him, let him let him let him say a thing or two if he wants um, let's bring in Brett. I appreciate Brett.
6: It. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, I just have a couple questions. One's actually about the series, and one's just kind of like a just kind of like a fun hypothetical question. Uh, uh, do you guys think we're gonna see DeAndre Jordan at all in this series, or just because I mean Tristan had the fucking game of his career tonight, it seemed like. But uh, also, my uh, fun question is. Romeo has been – I mean, tonight was great. We had a great night from Romeo. I thought, I thought it was a great night. Um, if you could take one part of his game, if nothing else about his game translates or gets better at all, what is one part of his game that you wish would just go to all-star level?
0: Um, all right, guys. Um, Sherrod, got this one?
4: Yeah. I mean, the one thing about Romeo that I would probably want to see all the time is his defense. I think he's—I think he has the potential to be a, a pretty good defender. He's got length, he moves well laterally, and if you can play defense in this league, you're—you're you're always going to find there's always going to be a home for you somewhere uh, because it's the one thing that most guys in this league, if we're being honest and real, are not good at or they don't want to be good at. So, I, I would say his defense is the one thing I would like to see him continue to kind of grow into and keep getting better and better at.
0: I want to see the mid-range because I don't think he's ever going to be an outstanding three-point shooter, but I do think he's a guy who should, who can get to his spot. Um, And once he kind of figures out where that is, I think he can either pull up from, you know, a few feet away or take it all the way to the rim. I think that's where he's going to do most of his damage offensively. I think defensively, I'm not saying he's elite now, but he's already good defensively. Uh, but if he's going to be a very useful player, I think he has to develop that offensive game. And I don't think he's—I don't think he's going to be a three-and-D guy in the league. I think he's going to be—I think he's going to be a guy who makes his bones closer to the basket. It's, so that's that's a. It's passing, John.
9: You want to see him become a great passer because
0: that's what. Don't tell, tell me what I want. I want D. the other thing. You might you might want the passing. correct
2: answer is passing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you want, John. No, uh, fine. I would say I would say playmaking. I think if you can just be like that. That's Brett. what I was saying. The yeah. defense is great you right too, now. You too, Brett. If he can if he can I I mean I mean I think him at the point guard, too, if he's got his defense the way it is now, if he can be that playmaker that, you know, Kemba's, Kemba's not that playmaker right now. If we could have that extra playmaker, that six foot four point guard coming off the bench with his defense and his playmaking, I think that would be great.
0: Fair enough. The other point that he'd made was uh, DeAndre. We talked about it a little. Uh, I, I would not be shocked. If DeAndre not only played but started next game,
2: yeah, I was going to say that. I, I he, as a stubborn as Steve Nash wants to be, he has to make an adjustment here. Yeah, I mean, Blake is just getting exposed night after night. It's not like he's getting any better. If anything, it's like the complete other direction. So, I, I, yeah, I'd be shocked if even if he does start, I would still be shocked if Blake plays like over ten minutes. I mean, you got to go DeAndre here at this point. And now, Claxton's getting exposed. I don't know. I, I think it's possible, but um, or maybe it's just more Claxton. I don't know. I, I really don't know.
0: But I, I I would not be shocked because it, to watch Tristan dominate you physically that way has to be like, all right, we got to put an end to that. Like, I can't have a guy grabbing nine offensive boards. If you're going to look at one area to stop the bleeding, it's probably going to be double Tatum, which you don't need personnel changes to do. And don't get your ass kicked. Uh, let's bring in Kevin.
3: Hello guys, can I hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, I think everybody has said like what needed to be said. I just, I just want Jason Tatum to play like this every every night. He he needs to stop respecting KD, Harden, and Kyrie. I think he needs to. I think he needs to pay like uh, Evan Fournier, where he doesn't give a fuck who who KD is, who Harden is. And if Kemba can uh, actually join, the, join in on the party, I think we have a chance of winning this.
0: I love that, Kevin. I, we, we talked about it before, this buddy-buddy stuff. This was killing Jimmy, and he's not here tonight. But the buddy-buddy, you know, one thing they said in the broadcast, Rachel Nichols was talking about Tatum. And he's talking about Kyrie and he's like, oh, Tatum still ki- considers Kyrie a great friend, which I wish wasn't the case. But even if they are exactly like go out there and act as if act as if you're the guy, like not that they're the guys, not that you're like, oh, in their presence. And you want to be like a superstar like them. Act like you're bigger, bad or better than they are. You know, enough of this stuff. Don't be deferential. Don't be their pal. Be, be, a, be the man. He yes. was the
11: man.
3: Yes, yes, because. Tatum is a man, but he keeps like playing this buddy buddy ball. And whenever I hear him on podcast, he would like talk like KD and Harden is different. They're like superstars and stuff. I'm, like, come on, man, you're you're the Boston Celtics superstar. Play like it. And Kemba, like I love Kemba, but stop smiling, dude. Jesus Christ, you're playing poorly. <laughs> stop smiling. I was I, 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 I was watching it uh, when I was working, and I'm, like. I keep tearing my hair up because he keeps smiling. He misses a shot. He, he smiles. He turned turn it, turn it over. He smiled. Like, Come on, man. Stop smiling, dude.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's, these are good points. Thank you, Kevin. Um, yeah, they got to get Kemba going, guys. It's got to happen. I don't know if both my guys here are friggin' in Ubers or captives. <laughs>
7: Uh,
4: here's okay. the thing about Kimba and the oh, smiling okay. I, I I could care less about the smiling play better play better if that is going to help get you going keep doing it if you need to change shit up change it up you can't keep coming out there going 3 for 17 or whatever the hell he shot from the field tonight and expect this team to do anything they got listen they played the Celtics played a great game but Kimba They can't win this series, let alone compete in this series going forward, if he has too many more games like this. I mean, think about it. Tatum hit him with a 50-piece. Spicy. Everyone in that starting lineup outside of Kimba Walker shot better than 50% from the field, and everyone took at least 11 shots from the field. That is the perfect storm for them to be able to withstand a bad Kimba game. But if any one of those factors didn't come into play tonight, they don't win this game and that, and that's a shame. Kemba has to be better. I don't know what it's going to take to get him on track, but he has to be better if they got any shot at winning game four, because you can't expect him to play this well in game four with him playing as bad as he did and expect to win.
0: Yeah, they need it. They need the Kemba. I, and again, I don't give a shit about the smiles either. It, it is, I, it's a funny point and, uh, I'm I'm glad you made it because if you're sitting at home and you're like, come on, man, it's just that's everyone's got their own mechanisms, you know, for how they deal with stuff, positive and negative, how they fire themselves up. That's Kemba's thing. You know, it's worked for him his entire career it's positive energy. He's trying to stay with the positive energy and stay in the flow. He's a guy who tries really hard not to get down on himself and I think this is part of it, you know? Some people wear bright colors every day because that puts them in a good mood. Kemba has to keep smiling because it keeps his positive energy going, his chi, his flow, and that's what he needs to do. So, I don't I, it doesn't bug me, but it does look weird when he's 3 for 17 and grinning and you're like, "Dude, uh,
2: but uh, Yo, if anyway. Tatum was doing that shit, though, it would drive John crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even get mad. I mean, what kind of superstar is this? And you would be right and to, start to, to a certain extent, right? It'd be like, well, everyone sort of has their own, you know, style or approach They do. But- that They're would doing. drive me crazy if Tatum was always smiling, even on the bad nights. Yeah, it would drive it would drive people crazy, but it yeah. doesn't drive me crazy with Kemba for some reason. Because I, I just think because he's a, he's been in the league for so long, it's just sort of been his. Uh, it's just part of his who he is. I guess. And, and I again,
0: the thing with Kemba is you know, and it it, it sucks that the narrative around Kemba has ch- has changed so dramatically from when he first arrived to now because he's played, like I said relatively well uh, the inconsistency is maddening and you know uh but the reason everyone I think like the, the smiling was great is it was such a breath of fresh air coming off the Kyrie situation when everybody was so freaking miserable all the time and then Kyrie, you know you know we, we talked about it a lot Kemba comes in last year and he's the anti-Kyrie and it's so nice and he doesn't take credit. He's deferential to the other stars. He doesn't take credit for wins on good performances. He would take the responsibility um, for, for when the team lost and say that he would have to be better. He like just did everything right, and it was such it was such needed positive energy. It's really hard to be mad at him. You just like Joe Sway said, you just desperately want him to play better because the team needs it. What's
12: going on, fellas? I, what's going on? I, I I just think like Feng Shui, right? Like he has pep in his step, and it's really helping us. And uh, I know, uh, you know, that we're, you know, we're dealing with, uh, you know, the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. We're just, I'm sorry, it's it's. We like this type of Kemba Walker. We we love this type of Kemba. And however the uh, Celtics have done, they have done well with the um you know with with his rest. And I just think that you know he has had a bad game, but we're you know we're doing the best we can with it. And you have fifty point. Tatum, you know,
0: yeah, fifty point Tatum definitely cancels out crappy Kemba. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that goes a long way. But I mean, again, <laughs> it's it's not sustainable. You know, you're not going to get fifty from them all the time. You need look
12: uh, correct. You know, and you you've talked you you've heard me say ISO ball is like not uh, sustainable for a team ball, and you need team ball to win like championships. You need team ball. Go ahead.
0: I didn't do anything. What? Um. Uh, you know. Look, he's a little hurt. I guess
2: <laughs> he just pulled the he just pulled your line. You know, right after you're done talking, go ahead. Like go speak. Ahead. You go. <laughs> right. 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 It's your turn. I like that. I like that. Yeah. that was slick. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> go the ahead. The mic's the mic's on you. No. Right. Um. It's you uh. It's uh. You- you need something from Ken, but there's no question about it. I, again, I, we, we asked you guys this in the postgame, Joe Swain, Sherrod. You're there. Both guys were at the Garden tonight, um, uh, you know, uh, and, and you've got a really good look at it. Um, it didn't look, you know, some people in the chat are saying, oh, he was hurt. It, it didn't look to me that it was a mobility issue. Even though Brad said it was sore and he was tough, it didn't look to me like it was he, – he had one –
4: I thought he was able to get to pretty much all the spots he's used to getting to. He just wasn't making shots. Um, and again, it's like that sometimes. But it seems like it's a lot, it's like that a lot of times with Kimba uh, lately.
0: Let's bring in uh, Taisha. All
10: right, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's going on? So, um, not to put like a negative spin on the whole Jason Tatum fifty point game, but. I just was curious as to, like, what you guys' opinions were. So, like, nights where he doesn't have it going, like, like you know, his bag is is not really open, I guess you could say. But, um, like, what do you think are other ways he can impact the game? Because, you know, last game, like, nine points, and then, like the other guy said, getting poked in the eye and then just kind of like, all right, I'm done. But, like, it just seems like he doesn't – necessarily impact the game in other ways outside of scoring. Not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I'm just like, nights where he doesn't have it going, I just, I'm like, how how else can he impact the game? You know what I mean? Using his length to get rebounds.
4: Because I, I, I would want to say he can impact the game defensively, but if he's matched up with Kevin Durant, that ain't going to happen. going to get his who's guarding him. Uh, And and frankly, the more time he spends, he spends guarding KD, the less energy he's going to have to get buckets. So I'm I'm not real big on him spending a ton of time guarding KD. Uh, But rebounding is is an effort thing.
0: Sherrod, I got a little bit of breakup. Is everyone else getting that too? Yeah, I am. Yeah, Sherrod, Sorry, you're breaking up is a little getting a little robotronic there. Um, but uh, Taisha, uh, you're still there. If you if you wanted to uh, comment anything else, you still got the floor.
10: Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, I mean the whole the whole defensive thing. You know that that makes sense. I wouldn't necessarily want that either. But I just it just to me like I think that's like another uh, part of his game or like another. L- part of another level that he can take it to um, like just imp- finding other ways to impact the game outside of, outside of scoring.
0: But that's the thing. I agree with you, Taisha. Cause that's what I, and it, w- we said it uh, earlier, the uh, everyone's got jobs to do. And that's why it felt like a balanced game. Cause Tatum did what he's supposed to do. I don't have a problem if he affects the game in other ways, if he's scoring every night, like if right. a guy scores 30 something points a game and that's, you're giving him the ball just to be a friggin' killer. Sure. Yeah. There's other things he's going to do. In the flow of a basketball game, you're going to have opportunities to rebound, to defend every once in a while, to make an assist. Just make the right basketball play when you're supposed to make it. Uh, This idea that Tatum has to be – it flows through him. He's got to be the playmaker. No, he's just got to do the right basketball thing whenever that is, which is pass out of a double early so you can get the ball – so you can swing the ball around to somebody open, get the hockey assist. You don't have to find a guy – yourself it's not all on you if you have a matchup take it make sure that you're getting the best quality shot each time instead of just getting all dribbly with it you know and he's always at his worst when he his stats when he dribbles three times versus dribbles less than three times are ridiculous the efficiency is so much better when he's quick and decisive with it score score that's your job. score I love that That, that, and that's my thing the the other stuff is supplemental like He can also do other things, but he's a dead-eye scorer. That's his skill. That's what I want to see him do.
10: Right, and that's just nights when he doesn't – like I said, when he doesn't have it going. Like if he's got it going like he did tonight, like score, score all the points you want to. I just want to see it other ways when he doesn't have it going, like you guys said.
4: Yeah, but that's all I had. I'm good. Thanks. Oh, no problem. Hey, thanks, Tisha. Um
0: Ben's in here. Ben, what's up, man?
13: What's up, guys? How are you doing tonight? Pretty good? Good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling great now. Yeah, I'm chilling um, back in yeah. his taxi, bro. Chilling. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling great. Uh, I went to – I had a kind of a unique night in a great way. I, I went to a playoff game, but I went to the Hawks-Knicks, actually. Um, and it was awesome. And I was following the Celtics game, like streaming on my phone in the crowd – uh with my with my Boston horford jersey on <laughs> um and I see this nineteen to four score line at first and i'm like i'm just getting depressed and then we go get some popcorn and I come back and it's freaking thirty three thirty two on the scoreboard you know they have like the scores and shit like on the side uh, at the actual game, so that was awesome man uh that was just that's that really made my week because these last few games have been tough. Um, I still think the refs, man, it's been. It just feels kind of like they're still dogging us a little bit, or not really dogging us, but just kind of giving the Nets a lot of calls. Um, but I get it; they're superstars. Um, but yeah, this was this was awesome. I think I just wanted to say about the the Tatum thing. I think John makes a good point. Um, Ka- I think of Kawhi, honestly, in terms of a guy who like it's not like he's like an amazing playmaker. Uh or it's not like he always has the play run through him no matter what, but he just always does the right things and he'll he'll always pass up the double team and that's how he'll accumulate assists and stuff throughout the regular season. Um just sort of being that guy who can sorta of be purposeful with every one of his uh his decisions on the court. Um I think Tatum obviously is getting there. It's like sherrod has been saying, man. It, it's crazy. He's twenty three. Like that's nuts. I mean it's it's insane. Like we're talking about him getting fifty and like Oh, uh, he's got to do it again. It's like this guy's 23. So, it's it's nuts. Um yeah, so I I'm trying to think of the question I, I had a question earlier like uh, you know, whenever the the chat started or the the show started. Um uh, but I just I'm just Kemba, Tristan, now.
0: Kyrie, Jalen, Tatum.
13: <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Any of so, those? <laughs> any of those? So, yeah. yeah, well no, yes, yeah, it's a Tristan Thompson. So, okay, so first of all, that was just unreal seeing him play amazing that's what a payoff because we've been waiting all season for that um and grant williams so grant williams and langford um i i saw like the second half cuz i live close to atlanta i like like i i I got to drive back and watch the second half of the game um those two guys do you, do you guys think like do you think langford like continues to get that run like was, he was he was clamping up like it was amazing to see that and i didn't expect that at all cuz you know you know how the rotation's been this year. It's been really on and off. Or do you think we're going to get a totally, possibly different lineup yet again off the bench?
4: Sorry, I was on mute. Um, the, um,
0: we talked about this uh, a little bit. This was a clear – look, I, the thing, best thing about playoff series is they are um, chess matches. Um, so I love that. I love watching game to game. Okay. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to do something different. I was shocked. Brad rolled Tristan out for game two, instead of Rob after the game, Rob, how shocked, shocked. I'm st- and and again, year, I couldn't believe it. And, again, and he started him again. And I was again, shocked. Um, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't get it. And again, obviously Tristan had a really good game, but they're still playing better in Rob's minutes, whatever. Um, Regardless, uh, so but Brad did make adjustments, and he, like you said, he did the Romeo thing. Grant was an emergency situation when when uh when um you know whatever went yeah. out. Um, but the Romeo was, I think, exactly that. He was trying Jabari; that shit wasn't working. Uh, went to Romeo because I think he wanted the defense, um, and they were useful minutes. Um, so uh, you know, I I, I, I don't know. Joe Sway Sharad again. I'm not sure what kind of you know, if you guys are in a position to talk or not, but, um, you know, if you are, uh, what's your thoughts here? Like, do you think that's, you think Brad found something in Romeo? He's gonna, I think he's at least going to go back to it for game four. The thing is what he's done all season long. When, when stuff doesn't, they try something, it works for a little, then he goes, it, then it doesn't work. And then Brad tries something else. Well, he was still experimenting with rotations late in the year um and he's still experimenting now uh so i i the romeo experimentation works so i do think he goes back to it but if the nets roll something out that's different i don't know if that means that they have to pivot um you know uh you know it was interesting neesmith was reduced tonight pritchard didn't have any contribution at all so i don't know i mean what do you guys think in game four i think he will
4: frankly he'll be more reactive than proactive I think Brad will—he'll have a game plan and he'll stick with it until he thinks that Brooklyn is going to force him to change, and then he'll change rather than stick with his game plan and just come hella high water roll with it. Um, I think we'll, we'll see Romeo, but I, again, I wouldn't be shocked if we see we see more Neesmith or we see more Grant in in Game Four. It would not shock me because it, there's a strong feeling of experimentation still with this team and it makes it very difficult to read what the hell they're going to do from one game to the next even when guys play well it doesn't matter because you still may not play the next game even though you are showing signs of being able to help so I don't know what the hell to make of Brad I
0: don't either uh Dudley what's up man
5: yeah, that shout on Brad Stevens at the end, man. I don't know about that. Good night, fellas. What's going we on? said
0: we said it, Dudley. This is a this is a uh this is a Brad Stevens
5: free zone tonight. Unless you're, you're gonna right. say something good. You're right. You're right. All right, so so hear me out here, guys. You guys know I'm from New York. Um so hear me out in in this in this little analogy I'm about to drop on you guys. You dated a girl back in college. Uh, things didn't work out. Um, the, the, the issues uh, that you guys both had uh, that was the reason for the breakup was, you know, something serious, whether you we're know, on infidelity or whatever it is. So whatever it was, it was big. You haven't seen the girl for a while. Then all of a sudden, you know, you find you, you, you're about to meet the girl at, at a party. Uh, first time in a, in a long time, and somebody c- comes up to you, to you and says, "Hey man, how you feel about you about to see your, your, your ex first time in a long time?" You say, "Yeah man, well, I mean it is what it is. I just hope I just hope she doesn't blow her bad breath in my face." Oh, whoa, that that was like straight out of nowhere. Like that that seemed a little, you know, a little little. little out of left field here for a second now now mind you she might have had bad breath i'm, I'm not denying the fact that she might have had bad breath but what does what having bad breath have to do why did you feel like you needed to imply that into the conversation and that's the and that that brings me to Kyrie. i'm a minister of the gospel of jesus christ um Kyrie irving um um um. So, so, so my my I got my problem with that guy. And see, now I realize why this guy av- avoided Cleveland all those years after he left, and the reason why he was blowing sage all around TD Garden when there was no fans. Why he stunk it up tonight? Um. The 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 guy is is a very emotional dude. Like he. He, he. I don't, he does something, does something. Else. Because I don't know why you feel like you would have to uh, unsolicited throw in the city's, like, probably worst reputation or the one thing that the city's known for that or might have been known for or whatever it is. You know, I, I've been to Boston. I've never experienced it. I'm not necessarily saying there, that there isn't, but, you know, it is what it is. It's just, it just didn't seem. It just seemed like it was extremely petty. It seemed extremely petty. Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't mean. Don't mean petty ain't real. But it seems so, so petty. I was very disappointed in Kyrie Irving. I was very disappointed. If the if there was a question about it and he mentioned it, it uh, is what it is. But let why me are you ask- gonna mention the bad breaths? Let and me nobody ask asked about no bad breath.
0: Right? Let me ask uh, uh, Sharad and Josue. Do you think it's possible Kyrie, after doing what he did, was like, maybe I shouldn't have done what I did, and that affected him? Like, no, I, I, no, not, not one Yeah, hit. I don't
2: think so. <laughs> no,
0: no, absolutely Hell not. no.
2: Yeah, hell no. Meaning, like I have a hard time I, believing he has that sort of thing, in the, you know what well, I mean. Well, not like to, regret not just, for something he said. No, I don't think so.
0: Well, what we talked about was like you're taking a really, really explosive <clears throat> subject and one that's extremely sensitive. Not just like you know, it, obviously throughout the it's throughout the world, but I mean, obviously it's a big issue in America right now. But it's it, it's it's such a sensitive uh, issue. Uh, here in Boston, as well, and you 're bringing it up you know and just kind of making everybody just bringing it to the forefront for whatever reasons that he did it. Do you think he was like and this is a person who this is the thing with Kyrie is this is a person who is a champion of a lot of different causes and does a lot of good? Do you think he was like, "Oh shit, man, why do I do, why did I do that which negates all of the other stuff I do now i 've put myself in the crosshairs again, or he just doesn 't think like that at all?"
4: He does not think like think, that at all. Yeah, I don't, don't think all. so. No, no, I don't think nor, so either.
0: I'm throwing nor it do I think the kind wondering of why he shrunk so from the from mm-hmm. from the moment so much. So I'm trying to figure out what it was that made him essentially kind of choke or shrivel. You know, here. I, I got a emotion. Sp- you know,
2: I, I think uh, yeah. I forget. I'm sorry, I forgot your name there. The dude who just who Dudley, was just talking, Dudley. but I mean, that would be Dudley. Boy, that was Dudley. That was Dudley. What am I talking? Yeah, I know Dudley. Yeah, what Dudley said. You know. I just think he's 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 very emotional in that in in that way and I mean I I don't care who you are if you have the thickest skin in the world I mean you know what's it four thousand or whatever when it's that strong telling you you suck like I just think when you're losing or when the momentum is not on your side like yeah that has to play a part at the end of the day you know especially if you're not seeing the ball go through the hoop I just think it just when it when it rains it pours you know when, when when, when you're in that situation and your team really needs you, obviously, if you're up comfortably, it's not as effective. But in this case, I mean, they weren't they weren't down by a bunch. But when they were, that's when the crowd really poured it on. I, I just saw someone that was just sort of just out of it, just maybe not – maybe checked out or, or maybe just too emotional and involved
5: and going through his feelings, I guess, you know. So, I, so, I, I truly believe that. So let me ask you a question. Joseph, let me ask you a question then. So then what what changes Sunday? Does he, does he snap out of it Sunday? Mind you, this, yeah, it's going to be different. The feelings are yeah. be even different with more fans. How, yeah. how, what does Sunday look like? I oh, mean, oof. he might.
2: I think he oof. might, but I, I just – I also think that, you know, a quick start from the Celtics could, could really do some good. And, you know, the Celtics – I mean, I, I can't – I said it twice in the postgame show, and I'll say it a third time. Man. These guys put together five defensive stops together, like, in a row. I, I honestly <laughs> – seriously, guys – I didn't think they could do that. I guess this team, against the Brooklyn Nets, I didn't think they could do that. What if they do that in the second half? You know, and I talked about that briefly with Bobby when we were closing things out. And it'll be interesting. Obviously, it'll put them in a great space. But I, I mean, to answer your question, I, I, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if he if he responds. But I, I just don't. I mean, it, it wouldn't shock me if he responds in a big way with a huge performance. But at the same time, I, I I'm also. I don't see him duplicating what he did tonight, or anywhere close to it. Whether it's a, a, a mediocre night or subpar, or whatever,
5: you're gonna you're gonna get a better performance than what we saw tonight. So something, something's got to be careful for that. Listen, I'm dead, and I'm dead serious with this take. I'm dead serious with this take. If we win Sunday, Celtics win sick. Oh boy. Oh man. It,
2: you, you, Damn, you, dad. You've been you've been listening to too much Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby's smiling right now. He's got Bobby. He got Bobby right now. What are you going to say next, Dudley? Grant Williams? No, to no, no, no. no don't don't, do, me like that. Co- don't <laughs> do me like that. Don't do me
0: Cor- like that. Don't do me like that. Cornette.
2: You know Bobby's thinking about Cornette. Bobby, you, don't want Bobby, it. you don't want to bring it up.
0: He didn't because he knew I would have absolutely lit
5: his ass up. Um, but, 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 so, but, so he, so, but, gosh, I know I know. right now it, does, it seems weird. But just fast forward. I'm saying hypothetical. You, We're back here in the locker room. On Sunday, after a Celtic win, no matter how they win, they, how do you feel?
4: The season is a success,
5: regardless of what happens in games five and six. Damn, we need a we need a win on Sunday then. Yeah, I mean, look, they had to show up. <laughs> look, it, it,
0: it, it's I hate. Like I said, I I I worked at NBC for ten years. Okay, we so did Sherrod. Uh, and Jimmy, Jimmy worked there for several years as well. Okay. So we have, we know it. Okay. We've got, there's a massive green teamer contingent there and showing up to work sometimes, you know, after, after, you know, certain, you know, after games or after a series or after whatever, and you'd think one thing and you'd have a whole bunch of cheerleaders in that, in that office. Um, we're like, Oh, but this and that. And there was, we had a, all all you know, the, the standings for the Celtics had a moral victory column. And I, friggin hate moral victories like oh they showed up they, they this showed me something this game i i actually i think in this series and this with this team with what they're facing right now and and their and their limitations with the injuries i absolutely i'm willing to count the moral if they didn't show up if their game 2 performance is what you got in games 3 and 4 there'd be a lot of the, There'd be a lot of soul-searching and a lot of shit you could say about this team for just absolutely packing it in and showing no pride. Showing tonight was one of the best, grittiest uh, performances they've had all year. Ton of fight all game long. They wanted it. it. You could tell that the fans fed off it. I'm sitting at home thinking, I, I said, texted these guys, I want this game. Like, and, and they did. And so they took it. That's a big deal, even though it's only one game. So I kind of agree with Sherrod. I'll take the moral victory, and I think you actually ride off into the offseason feeling a little bit better than if they absolutely just got wiped
5: out with Game 2-level efforts in Games 3 and 4. But Brad, post-game, he was talking like, I mean, I know they, 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 they lost Game 1, but he feels like, I mean, I know this is Brad, I'm not trying to get into that conversation, but he was talking about the whole team felt like the only bad game they really played was Game 2. He felt like they played really well game one, you know the defense was better in game one than it was even tonight. He was saying, you know, from game one he was it was really promising. We just did we we just didn't execute a couple of things, and then today was good, but the defense could have been better. So the, the sentiment in the team, or for, at least from what I'm hearing, reading between the lines, is the sentiment is man, we feeling pretty good. I mean, outside of laying the egg in game two. You, we kind of know how to take these guys, and then I don't know who said it. I think I think it was Ori or somebody said said earlier about that. I think I think that Jeff Green point was bananas. I, you know, I think it was I think it was good. You, you, without Jeff Green, I, I'm not trying to put no hope, guys. I, I know the chat. I'm, I'm guys. You are you know me by now. I'm realistic. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of things change. I don't know if we're gonna win Sunday. I doubt we're gonna win Sunday. I think the, that big three in in Brooklyn is gonna they're they gonna have something to say. But if we, if I'm oh y'all, I'm, 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 I'm come out with my chest on Sunday. If we, oh man, if we, if we win on, oh we on Sunday, <laughs> oh man. if we win on Sunday, if y'all thought y'all heard me
2: before, if y'all thought,
5: somebody invite Cass. If we, if we win, come <laughs> oh, on. <laughs> if we win, oh my God. If we win. Hot Sunday,
0: come get past in a room come, with me. On. Come on, Dudley. The um, come, on. <laughs>
2: come on. The um, when, he, when he did the second one right after.
0: Come on, I mean, come on.
2: Come on. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, that one. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh
11: man.
0: Uh, so look, the um, the the one thing Bobby said earlier, uh, you know, not one. The only thing he said that, but but one thing. He, one thing he did say was uh. You know, it's not like, look, if you had, if you say the Celtics had won a game in which the Nets had a game one level performance, you'd have to say there's no way Brooklyn's going to play that bad again. Brooklyn didn't bad tonight. Kyrie did a great game. OK, Joe Harris didn't have a great shooting game. You had you had 80 points out of your two best players. You got 96 out of the big three. That's some, And you won. Okay, and granted, Saint Tatum went for 50 and you had some stuff happen on the southern side. But it's not like you looked at that Brooklyn team as like they'll never play that badly again. This was a this was a game Brooklyn could have won if on on a different night with the effort that they put forth. Uh, It's not a disaster. So it's not ridiculous to think that Brooklyn could play worse next game, you know, Uh, because this wasn't a bad game by them by any means. Um, the Celtics played a really good game, spirited. So I, I think it's beyond the realm of possibility. I feel better about it, given the fact that you know the Nets actually had a had a decent performance, We're saying they won't play worse. We don't know; We've seen them play worse once this series already. And as I said, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, they still put up one nineteen, and the Celtics played pretty well. So I, I actually thought Brooklyn played a, played a decent game tonight. Um, one thing I wanted to say on the Kyrie topic uh, from before. When Kyrie got traded here, um, the one thing we heard when we talked to our people in Cleveland um, about him uh, was, "Yeah, what what are we getting here?" And every single person I talked to is was saying, "Watch out!" Like, "Yo, good luck with that." Yep, yep. like same with me. Everyone all, I spoke everyone to, everyone was like, "Yo, we went out. You have no idea what's coming." Right. And it was yeah. these were the writers; these are people who covered the team. We talked to a lot of people. I, and that's yeah. A, yeah just way I'm curious what you were hearing, but it was like the the things I heard was watch out he's a he's a weird weird, weird dude, but big bigger than that is oh damn they said that I didn't hear that but he's got <laughs> no but he's got there's he's got a hundred people keeping an eye on everything said or written or whatever about him, and he logs it all and he takes it in and he holds it and he holds grudges and like he's got it, it, incredibly thin skin and in like he it, it, Every single thing said about him, he can't erase it, you know. And that's the thing yeah. with him is he always has to kind of give an account of himself or prove why everybody's wrong about whatever um, sort of thing. Like he's just, he can't, he can't Even get away he, from. He people's cards, right he, right? he can't get away from it. He can't. He yeah. put, it, it, it consumes him. And that was that right. was the thing I heard the most. And I don't know if
2: you guys heard similar. Well, what I heard was just the mood swing thing. You don't, you
11: don't know who you're going to be. For
2: sure. You know? And I, I guess that's to, to a certain extent, I saw a little bit of that. But I, I don't know if it was necessarily like he's just, you know, just to paint a picture. It wasn't like one day he's joking around, the next day he's like barking and yelling at people. I just think it was more of to himself, you know. And, you know, maybe uh, you know certain things he would just seem like would, would rub him the wrong way. And then the next day, he's a completely different person. Like I saw a little bit of that. And I remember when we went out to Cleveland to cover the home, you know, the, the season opener, the, the the debut of those guys, and unfortunately what happened with Gordon and all that, we were down there, you know, in Cleveland, and I just wanted to get a pulse on what the fans had to say, you know, are they excited about Isaiah, are you, you know, upset to see Kyrie Lee? And between the fans, between some of the local beat riders, it was just sort of that same narrative. Like, you're not quite sure what he could get. Hey, maybe a change of scenery is the move. But for the most part, a lot of people weren't saying that. They weren't saying the tradition in Boston that he'll soak it all in. You know, it was just more of a, let's see how he responds to it. It'll be interesting. And, you know, if he doesn't resign, it wouldn't shock me. Like, because, you know, it's sort of that perfect window to fill it out, fill out a city, fill out a team, fill out an organization, and then decide, mm. I want to do something else, and that's exactly what happened.
1: Hey, what's going
14: on, guys? How's everything? What's up, man? Nothing listen, listen, before I get started on my take, I just want to say I want to give a big shout-out to all you guys. Um, every single day, you guys stay committed. You guys stay faithful to the team. Oh, thanks, you You and And the feedback. You know, honestly, I, I can't tell you how many times I watch your podcast every single day and, like, all, all, like, all like that, that like, that credit feedback that you guys give about the team, you know, it's very accurate. Sometimes I want, I want to get mad at Johnny, bro, today when, when he, when he comes at Tatum. Sometimes you know <laughs> about it, but you know what it is. Though? But you know, you know what's so funny is that I, I, I find it really funny that you know that like the last podcast you was say Tatum needs to step up, and he did today. We he did, he, and he came through. Sometimes
0: and, they watch and listen. You know, That's a proven thing. Okay, we actually have. Yes, we, have it really, yes. There's
2: we a got receipts, John. Evidence. We got receipts, yeah. <laughs>
0: it really is, but you,
14: but but you know what it is though. Um, it, it's it's days like today where you feel like okay, um, Goliath can be slayed, you know. And I really feel that you know, um, today was not a fluke. I don't think that today was like one of those games where it's just that like you just can't stop them. Um, I think that the Celtics they played relatively well. That they had twenty-one assists, little like little to like, like thirteen turnovers the whole game, and. Overall, I just think that if Tatum continues to play with, like, this aggression, it's going to be really hard to stop him. Like, you know, like, people seem to under- not really understand that Kevin Durant got, went for 39 today and Harden went for 41. But Jason Tatum didn't allow that to happen. He went off for of 50. So it was like, you know, to me, it's just time that today where it's like we get that spark, you know, it's like, you know, um, like the electric spark where we feel like, you know what, this team has fight. You know, and just for me, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go as far in Delhi and say Celtics and six. I'm not gonna say that, but I I'm gonna say one game at a time. You know, and if you went on Sunday, you know that just puts the pressure more on the Nets because it's like you guys have your full roster. I mean, Jeff, don't get me wrong. Jeff Green is just recently injured, but you guys have your full roster. We don't, you know, and it just goes to show me that. Imagine if Jalen Brown was not hurt, this team would if playing like how they played today. If they could get it their same production as some of some of the bench players that we had today, you know, we had Jalen Brown, you know, here. Like honestly, I would see the Celtics beating these beating this team in seven. Like, like, and that's why I think that who was I think it was Bobby who said that he wanted to play the Nets in the first round because they have no big. Like, imagine if Rob Williams was 100 healthy in this series, he'd be easily dominating the boards, you know. And I know that you guys are coming out a lot of lot of lot of christian Thompson, but you know he, he must have heard he must have heard what you guys said yesterday too. So, or, 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 I guess the, the post game after after game two, and he came out. He said,
3: <laughs> yeah, I was, he double, and I was just
14: like, whoa. I said, so I'm like in my head, I'm like, okay, you guys just keep talking crap about the team, and they're gonna keep. You're
2: welcome, playing, bro. You're welcome, yeah. man. We got you. We all we all have our parts to play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a long season. We all gotta do our part. Yeah.
14: No, honestly, I just want to say, like, you, like, um, just thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I'm not just sure if you guys hear hear that often, too often enough, but you guys stay committed. You guys stay faithful to the team you know especially through the pandemic through the rough times the bad times the good times just overall thank you guys oh, I appreciate that and man. Yeah. we
2: uh, we almost never support. hear that man you know <laughs> so I I, I, hear,
0: I hear I hear a lot it's a bit of, of
2: a thankless job right John it's not kind of thankless job
0: I hear a lot of two word phrases that end with you but the first <laughs> word isn't <in> thank um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think i think the closest thing we get from drama this time was like uh i think we killed that guy it's good start. you know like something like that, so that, that always feels <laughs> i always feel to that effect
0: too. i hear blank you a lot yeah no so um, one, one thing but
14: one thing i am going to tell johnny boy is that tatum's only what 23 22 years old you know mo- most of, mo- mo- most of most of the <laughs> like 27, 28 around there, like, like, you know, like, look at LeBron he didn't win his first championship until he was, what, 27 years old, you know, and like, look at, look at what Tatum is doing now, like, imagine three or four years from now, he's He's fully, fully shaped. He's, he's fully into his game. He knows how to play way better. Be an efficient be efficient playmaker. You know how to how to how to drive to the lane better. Like, oh my God. I am I'm only gonna imagine what's gonna happen with this, with this guy in a couple of years. You know, and he's already been to two Eastern Conference finals and he's only been in the league what four for four years now? It's so like, you know, you gotta sometimes you you just, you just you just gotta let things, you know, like sit a little bit, you know, wait and wait. And when you finally take that stake, whoo. You don't want you don't you don't want to stop.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. That was never like a, a legitimate concern for me. I just, I just didn't know if he could put it together this year. And, and and quite frankly, those first two games of Brooklyn, I just thought that he looked like a a player who was playing against his idol and can't believe it. You know, I, I honestly that was the body language I got from Tatum, and mm-hmm. that was not the case tonight. You know, he was giving it to, to Durant, and, and we were joking around the other night about. Uh, you know, he takes a whack in the face, and he's going the other direction from where Durant is. He's going to be <laughs> official. I'm just like, eh. like yo, you don't, you don't do that, man. Not to say you have to go and and, and scrap with the guy, but like, can you get in someone's face? You know, to to, to my to my co-host's point, you know, Cedric Maxwell said the other day, like, when is, does Taylor ever get in someone's face? Does he ever push back? He fought back today. You know, he was yeah, aggressive. He I was, mean, even yeah. off the ball when he when he stripped uh, Durant, just the way he snatched that ball from Durant, I was like, ooh okay Ooh, like, you're like, not oh. afraid of your idol you know what I mean like, what's no the, what's the line J. cole had J. cole has a good line he said that, like a couple few years ago it was like oh years ago he was like suddenly your idol becomes your competition and it's just like oh, are you gonna step up or are you just gonna soak in the moment and say man i come a long way no man keep going you know and, and I don't mm-hmm. think that you know that's forever going to be the story but I wasn't quite sure this year he was going to be able to do it but he just he just dropped 50 he dropped the 50 piece on his well, title so that's good
0: yeah, I mean, and look, uh, you know, why is it? Why is Marcus Smart so wildly popular among Celtics fans? You know, it's for that mm. kind of stuff. Like, you want right. to see, you want to see that fight. You want to see somebody like what fires you up? What's I mean, look, in in, in, in is Boston Red Sox, two thousand four, uh, win the World Series. What's the greatest moment of that season? <laughs> to come back against the Yankees, Veritek mm. punching A Rod in the face. You know, yep. like that's that's <laughs> stuff. Right. That's right. stuff matters man that stuff is yeah. big and that endears you like i mean again i'm gonna use another one freaking joe kelly you know joe kelly mm. gets in a brawl guy gets yeah. a guy guy will never have to buy a drink in town again just yeah, because
2: everyone's he, gonna remember that shit he, he yeah. plunked a yankee and he said come freaking get me from the me, mouth you know? come fucking bring it come yeah, yeah, come yeah. fucking get me
0: and, and everyone's like I, I love this guy pj stock he turned 46 it's the other rich. days Someone put on the, the Twitter thread his fight against Steven Pete in primetime in an ABC game. Friggin' forget about it. You know, like, people love that shit. So, yeah, yeah. It, it it's great to have skills and knockdown jumpers and stuff like that. But, like, you want to see – you think if Tatum all of a sudden, if early in a game, if he and KD locked up under the basket and he just backed him down, got in his face and pushed him to the corner, what that would do for – his perception and his lore here people would lose their freaking minds mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. it might not be in his dna but it would go a long freaking way if
14: they did but, but but you but you know what i would say i, I would say that it is it, it is in his dna it's how you enable it to, right. to get it working because I, i'm gonna give you a prime example and i'm gonna Let's ask tap you every, into it. i'm asking this one question what would what would be your most favorite tater moment besides the 60 point game
0: I mean, dunking on LeBron, obviously, Thank was you. a big deal. Yeah. So that's another one, because exactly. it exactly. showed a little nasty, and then he flexed, and that's a big exactly. moment. And, that, you know that,
14: yeah. and you know what's funny? And you know what's funny? That that was actually a response to LeBron James hitting two three-pointers in the game before yeah. that. Because he was like, you know what? Nah, I got to get him back to that. You know? And yeah, you have to look at it like this, too. Like, Karen Durant did a cheap shot. He poked him in the eye. He's like, you nah, know, I have to come back. And when he came back today, it's like it's like I said, it's like something needs to happen in order for him to enable that, like that that killer. And, and I think that if he can learn how to enable that without waiting for something to happen, then he's gonna be like like a top five
2: player in the league like no you know what i think away. it is dj i think it's criticism like i i, I was completely confident that he was going to come and, and respond tonight 50 points i didn't know about all that but i wasn't worried about tatum because he's done this before yeah. you know a, a couple of whether it's a couple of duds or whether it's just two critical performances that people rip apart he typically responds well to it he did it last year in the bubble and this year he's done it to yeah. an even uh, higher levels. right so this is what you get now you know so this is sort of the new norm <laughs> this is the next step in yeah,
14: you know, it, you know, you know what's funny too is that I, I saw, I saw when he hit a couple of shots, Kyrie Irving, like he just stood there and looked at him, like, like don't get me wrong, like you left this, and and, and just to kind of
2: <laughs> right. talk a little, you about left this,
14: this you, you saw that right, and then at, next yeah, thing you know, just this whole Kyrie situation is just really irking my nerve, man. Like I felt like the narrative of him saying that Boston fans are racist and this whole, like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sit there and say that all Boston fans are racist. Everybody's racist in many different areas of the basketball game. You know, fans have, I'm not going to lie to you. Fans have recently expressed how much they miss the game by throwing popcorn and spitting on people. But we understand that part. Right. But I'm just going to sit there and say this. It's like this man tries to control the narrative as best as he possibly can. It's like, it's like, because he brings so much attention upon himself. Literally, when, you, when I type in Celtics on YouTube, you see, is are Boston fans racist? or Are, are fans racist? Or is this, is, this, is this what Boston, Massachusetts is all about, 100% racism? And I'm just like, okay. And like, I, I, I agree with Jalen Brown. I think that, you know, um, there's, there's some form of racism, but at the same time, it's the wrong time to talk about it. And we're talking about playoff basketball. You know, like this is this is what we're talking about. And I think that he tries to control the yeah. narrative as he possibly can. And he came up quiet tonight. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I think that he he underestimated the anticipation of what was gonna happen tonight. He came up quiet. He had acquired 16 points. You know, and I just I I feel that, you know, when it comes to him, he 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 brought up a lot upon this upon himself. Like nobody told him to nobody told him to commit to the Celtics. Nobody told him to talk about you know, nobody can beat us in a seven-game series. Nobody's going to talk about to publicly say that how the young guys on the team don't know what they're doing. Nobody told him to do those things. He did those things himself. It's like it's like he's mad because he's mad because people people view him a certain way. But I'm like, but you created
0: that perspective. Like well, people's perspective. he thinks he's look. He thought he was. He thinks he's right in everything that he does. So well, that's to say, I left Boston and I was right to do so, and I went here, and it's no big deal, and you shouldn't be mad about it because I did nothing wrong. So he can't accept that people would just not like something that he did. Um, and so that's kind of where his mind is at with it, which is like, why would you boo me? You know, um, exactly. which <laughs> makes no sense because that's just how it works. People, boo. you know, a, a players leave under, under certain, players choose to go somewhere instead of stay. They get booed. Gordon Hayward got booed when he left Utah, you know, like, People get booed, Johnny Damon. You know, blah blah blah. Like, right. well, he went to the Yankees. I mean, I'm, he, I'm, they I'm, loved. I'm, they loved Johnny Damon. He was a friggin' cult hero here. Booed. Right. You know, like that's how that this this, this is like one hundred one sports one hundred one. So,
2: right. You know, you, you know when he really showed his true colors that that he could that it really bothered him or got under his skin when he wasn't even in the building and he put that long Instagram post, those Instagram yeah. story that was entitled "Life" and. Had the color of Jay Z's 444 album, like it was just this long rant. that looked like it was the funk kept getting smaller, like it was like Star Wars style. And <laughs> I just thought, like, for someone to go that far and wasn't even in the building. And what, what was the extent of the of, of the chance? Kyrie sucks. Kyrie sucks. Like there wasn't nothing too over the top or too. Over, and I, I just thought that really, he really showed his true colors. How those stuff, the criticism and things like that, being. Hearing a, a crowd, a crowd arena chant those kind of things that really bothers him. So but, I, you know, I think that I, you know tonight is another indication.
14: Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a step further because players leave teams all the time. Like I give you a prime example, Russell Westbrook, right? Russell Westbrook was traded to was traded from the, from the OKC to the Houston Rockets, and then he got traded from the Rockets to the Wizards. OKC still loves him. Like trade, look, trade is a out little bit different than you. leaving, but yeah, I I, exactly. I see your point. So that that's what I'm trying to yeah. say. It's just like he's over there, like. But wait, why are they going to do me? I'm trying to play basketball. Why are they going to play? Because it's like not only did you leave, it's in the manner that you left. Like it's 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 the content. It's like it's like trying to get a. It's like it's like in a relationship. It's like it's like you tell the girl you want to be with the girl. Right, but then you know it. You gonna find another girl. You know, like, wait, what? You just promised me all these things. What's going
2: on? Yeah, you know. And you my, said I, if you, if you, if you, <laughs> you said I, if I, <laughs> if I let you stay, that you would stay. What right. happened? Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that the way he worded it? If you let me, you know, I'll stay. If here. you'll what? have me, is what he if, said. If you'll if have me, have excuse me, me excuse like, me. Like, if, if you'll what? have me, right?
0: If you'll have me, he got on one knee and he proposed. You know, <laughs> well, you meant, it's and, the
4: equivalent, and, right? <laughs>
0: And then and then and then you and then he gets caught on camera stepping out you know like right. talking And then he to was me. like yo
2: uh hey guys uh, I am going to need that ring back I need that ring back
4: busted, busted he was shaggy on us it wasn't yeah. me it wasn't me <laughs> it, <laughs> it wasn't me you got
0: caught he gets busted and he turns the narrative around and basically he's like y'all got to make up all this shit about me no you were actually conspiring to leave and got caught and on you camera did doing it.
2: so. You went to Brooklyn. So what do you and then you did it? And then you <laughs> booed her up. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, got her. Yeah, got like, her uh, diamonds. Man. You got her
0: everything.
14: <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, guys, you guys remember when Kyrie responded to the media when he was talking to Kevin Durant in the
2: hallway? He was like, well, "Yes, having a
0: conversation." I can't talk. You guys have to blow everything out of proportion. Yo, even I
2: thought that that and, was and, too, that was too much. I was like, you, guys, yeah. you don't know what he was talking about, but then it turned out it was true. They were talking about that.
14: <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. two max spots. Two max. Two max. But but you but you know but you know one of the biggest things is that is that like I said is, is like he creates the Frankenstein and then he's mad at the Frankenstein. I'm sorry, but like you created it. This is what you did for yourself, and you have to mm. understand that part. So yes, coming to Boston, best believe that fans are going to boo you. Yeah. And the reason They're going to boo you is because of the things that you said for yourself. Nobody asked you. So hey guys, so uh Kyrie Irving, you you don't see Brian, you don't see White Mamba asking him, hey. You know, uh, so Kyrie, you're gonna plan to resign next year? He, Kyrie, Kyrie got his six foot one ass up. He stood up and said, "No, I want to retire my numbers here in the rafters." Like my my, my God, you made a whole commercial with your pops saying that I want my. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell happened? Oh yeah, sure, Kyrie, no problem. You can go. We don't care. Like, come on, man. Like. No, it's it's stuff like that. I'm like, bro, like, what what did you honestly think was going to happen? Yeah. And, then, and then now, he's trying to sit there and say, yes, we need to get extra security in Boston Celtic fans. And we need to, you know, we, we need to sit there and watch out for this racism stuff. I'm like, bro, you know what's so funny is that this wasn't a problem
0: beforehand. Before, before when he was playing in Boston, now you want to make it a problem now. And then now I mean, if it was or wasn't, I think the criticism on Kyrie and DJ, we're going to wrap it up, so thanks, yeah, buddy. Thanks, um, thanks the, for having me, guys. Yeah, yeah, no, thank you, man, and thanks for all the Good kind stuff, words, honestly. Uh, yeah, man, I thanks, think, DJ. I think the thing with with that, and we'll, we'll put a bow on it, um, is not whether or not he didn't say it before, because he might have felt it and just not felt comfortable saying it, but, you know, if you have a chance to speak out on something and you don't, and then you pick this spot. That's what makes it curious, and I think that's why he drew, got the criticism. You know, if if something was an issue that you wanted to address, you probably could and should have addressed it at a different time instead of this time. And that's kind of what Jalen said in the pregame comments, where he's like, "I don't know why you're picking this spot here to do this." Um, so right. that's 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 kind of what it came about. Um, guys, want to put a bow on it here? Let's 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 just do this once. Um, game four. Predictions, and this is where I'm sure everyone in the chat is going to hate us.
2: Oh man, hard fought uh, game four matchup, but the Celtics in the end came up short. Okay, that's my prediction. Yeah, down to the wire though, um, but I hope I'm wrong. I do, Gerard? I hope I'm wrong. Yep, Brooklyn I, wins. Gerard, what do you got?
4: Brooklyn uh, see, wins. He, he didn't want to say it. He but... tried not to. <laughs> I, I did. I, I tried to convince myself to go the other way. I couldn't. Same. Brooklyn will win, but they will get a standing ovation when they walk off the court because it's going to be a close game. Oh, we might even get that. Let's go Let's Celtics say. chant. Maybe one of them. Yeah, they're going to get wow. one of those. Well, can you guys hear me? Yep. And look and
2: look out for some some. <laughs> I don't know. Some something funny. These fans are going to be wild, man. Like they're going to be obviously having fun. <laughs> Don't no, work right. on Monday. So, so I
0: was – my the, the sensible me is saying what you guys said. Hard-fought hard fought loss. Um, but I'm just going to ride this wave of emotion. I'm going to go blowout win. Um, oh, man. Okay? Like blowout like taco fall level Never wind. have you ever, John. I don't think you've done that. I before. I understand. Um,
2: but I still, but I'm still, you've never predicted the Celtics blow out ever. like the right I mean, side of a blowout. For,
0: people forget me in the bubble last year. I was, we're going to, they're going to sweep Toronto and they're going to bury Miami. Okay. Uh, so it, I'm not all friggin'. this, this season took a lot out of me. I'm going blowout win, <laughs> but Brooklyn still wins a series in six. Um, but they're going to, the, the, Sunday will be a night to remember. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Gino time. How about okay. that? Can we, ha- okay. Can we have it? All right. Se- celebratory. So that's it. You know, right. Yes, that's where I am. Um, so, again, thanks for hanging. We went late, but we had a lot of you guys in the room, so we wanted to hang out. We appreciate you as always. We're back on Sunday, and the cool thing is, it's not going to be our last broadcast. That's um, right. So, we'll be, well, and, and again, e- even after the playoffs are done, we're going to still do this. Uh, it's obviously just not going to be as frequent because we're not going to have to make making
2: arrangements right now as we speak. Yeah,
0: but uh, we're back. <laughs> we're back for five. Josue, Sherrod, and I will all be at the game. Um, and hey. so
2: that's going to be cool.
0: Uh, so um, if we win, John gives us 100. What? Um, so we'll all be there.
2: <laughs> to yeah, I made bets down in this chat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be there. So we'll,
0: we'll give you guys some insight from the games, uh, and then we'll jump on. We'll do our show uh, on CLNS Media and uh, then we'll jump on Locker Room after, as always. So thanks. Uh, as always, give everybody here um, – you can check the profiles here. Give us a follow on our Twitters. Oh, man, uh, Clippers won?
2: Jeez. Yeah, they did. I, I wanted to see. I didn't think they were going to win.
0: Follow us on Locker Room. You get notified when we do go live. Um, uh, you know, so so do that as well. Uh, other than that, uh, we'll see you guys on Sunday. Good night. Thank you. Good night, guys. See you. See you, folks.